Learn multiple strategies for building stronger connections with your customers that increase both repeat orders and new customer recommendations. It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome. It's brilliant to have you here. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I'm talking to someone who has hugely pivoted their business since the pandemic happened, and they're going to be sharing how they've massively grown the direct-to-consumer side of their business by building stronger relationships with their customers. And we're going to be exploring a few of the different strategies they've used to do this. Now, of course, this is a is a trend we've seen over the last two years that a lot of people are talking about, but which we're not always given kind of the ins and outs of how to actually do it. And that's what we're getting onto in today's episode. We're going to get into all of that in but a couple of minutes. Before we do, though, please check out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the email and SMS marketing platform that helps you send messages like an e-commerce expert, even if you're just getting started. Create your free account at clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. I am Alexandria Collis, Director of Customer Experience for Princess Polly. Our demographic is Gen Z, and this is the I expect a response now. I call them the now customer. Our CX teams engage across every single channel. It is very important that we meet our customers where they are, and Gorgeous allows us the opportunity to be efficient with all of these channels located in one place. If you're interested in learning more about Gorgeous, go to gorgeous.com and mention podcast for two months free. And now to introduce today's special guest. Leanne Tilly is a qualified tea sommelier and master herbalist and founder of Kinetta. Pre-pandemic, sales were evenly split, selling wholesale to retailers in the UK, exporting and selling D2C via their website, ilovematchatea.co.uk. Over the last year, they've embraced the direct-to-consumer relationship and grown the D2C sales to 80% of total sales. Leanne founded the business in 2015, and they now do 1,500 orders per month. Hello, Leanne. Hi, Chloe. Great to have you here. Um, I'm I'm a green tea drinker. Never quite made the leap to matcha tea, so I'm very interested <laughs> to have you on the show <laughs> on a personal angle. Um, but but also interested in your story as well, because I think there's there's a lot of businesses who've gone through a similar journey to you over the last year, 18 months. So it's going to be interesting to see how you've handled it. But before we get into all of that, how did you get started in e-commerce? How did you end up launching this business? That's a really interesting question. I think e-commerce has kind of been part of my blood. I mean, even since growing up, using eBay to sell various different things when I was a kid, I always had an interest in online and direct-to-consumer selling. My actual background is in food and drink, health and wellness, and I wanted to work for myself. So really, it was just a matter of looking at where the opportunities were growing online. Tea was one of those. And then how I could tie in health, wellness, tea in with online selling. And and really, that's where this whole e-commerce journey started. 
Oh, so it was a it was a desire to do something for yourself, and then e-commerce became the obvious route to go down. Yeah, because I've always really enjoyed it, and I've always really enjoyed having that direct to consumer conversation, relationship, and an ultimate sell. Cool. Well, let's let's uh, let's give people paint the picture of how the business is at the moment, and then we'll 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 go back in time again a little bit. So, where in the world are you, and where are you selling to? So we are based in Devon, Southwest England, and we sell across the entire of the UK. Obviously, our homeland is really important to us. And we also sell direct consumer into Europe and the USA. Excellent. And um, what platform have you chosen to sell on? Are you a Shopify, a Magento, or have you done something different? We are on WooCommerce, actually. Um, It was an interesting question when we were first setting up as to what platform to use. And I think WooCommerce brings the open source nature. And we felt that actually, as we grow, it gave us a a good, strong technical foundation, which could support the growth as, as we grow. So yeah, we've worked with WooCommerce from the start and actually really like how user friendly, intuitive and easy it is. And you know, when you're looking to add things onto the site in terms of widgets, there, there's a widget for that. And other developers have been there, developed it for you, taken all of the hard work out. So it's just a matter of launching it. Yeah. Yeah. It can be a very agile platform. Mm-hmm. Really, really help you out. So you mentioned widgets, plugins. Are there any key ones you'd like to to give a recommendation to? We use quite a few on our website, actually. Um, I think one that we've more recently implemented is a widget called CuzRev, which is about driving customer reviews, building social credibility, social proofing. And it also helps give us some content with which to go out to our audience that's not actually coming from us. It's coming from our customers. That's kind of a really important angle for us. And then the other one is emails. So using an email plugin, but we've designed it so that we hope we're working on it constantly over time, that it doesn't disrupt the sales process when the customer is on the website. So we wanted the ability to build that relationship with them, but we didn't want to disrupt that sales process while they were in that moment of um, of viewing products to buy. So those are probably the two that uh, are really critical to our site. And um, Cusref, how are we spelling that one? C-U-S-R-E-V. It, it, it's a little bit out there. We looked at or we looked at all of the um, we looked at all of the leading ones, and we looked at this one. And in terms of value, usability, um, and um, the the way that it plugged into the back of the website um, for us right now, it was spot on. Well, that's the thing is that nowadays there's so much choice. It really pays to spend a little bit of time just working out which is the one that's going to give me the functionality I need, mm. rather than fitting the mass market. So, uh, so I'm sure there'll be a few, few, few people scribbling that one down and going, I need to go and check out Cosref. And the product, we haven't really, well, we, we very briefly touched on the product, but what is what is your product? Yeah, I feel like my challenge now by the end of this uh, conversation is to to get you from green tea onto matcha. <laughs> that is now that is now the plan. So uh, we're one of the largest importers of a product called Matcha Green Tea into the UK, and Matcha Green Tea is a shade grown green tea. So it's very very different to what you would see in the in the supermarkets and the other kind of key difference with matcha is that it's a powdered product so the ancient way of drinking tea was actually to drink powdered tea whereas 
as time went on and we became more time poor, you know, loose leaf tea bags, stick it in the water, pull it out again, throw throw the leaves away. Actually, with match, you're consuming all of the goodness because you whisk the powder into the water and we've kind of lost that ancient way of brewing tea so when I talk about matcha people have quite a quizzical look on their faces what what, what is matcha so yeah it's ultimately it's a green tea but it's a powdered green tea which is quite different to what you would usually see in the market and so do you have a kind of a a variety of the teas and then um, the equipment to make it as well yeah, so we sell um, we sell a range. I think one of the one of the biggest things is that uh, our products require quite some education in how it's used, and because it's powdered, we have two two different varieties of of the powdered tea, and that is purely down. It's three different varieties. Actually, it's purely down to quality. So it depends whether you want to cook and bake with it, maintain that green color, whether you want to drink it pure, or whether you want to drink it into a latte. And then so depending on what it is that you want to do with your match, we have a range of authentic tea accessories. There's a real um, history and ceremony around matcha green tea itself. So we have various different gift sets that lend itself to that. But we also recognize that we're in a modern world and, and time time is of the essence and sometimes you just need to shake this stuff up and go so we have accessories that allow for those moments as well and being a powdered product you know we can be super innovative with it you can blend it into various different things so we've blended it into uh, more recently an iced mint matcha so you don't need um, a huge amount of accessories for that you put it into your water bottle you shake it and you go and that's designed to be kind of better for that on the go just need a bit of an energy boost. I need a nutrition boost, but I don't have a huge amount of time. So yeah, we've got the, the, we take the base product and then we blend it into various different innovative products on top of that. I'm glad you mentioned the educational element in there because I think it was one of the things I found looking at your website was how clear and front and center the education of the customer is both about how matcha tea works in all those different ways and formats that you can choose to consume it via, but also why you might want to bring matcha into your diet. Mm. Because, you know, it it's all, you know, from your female side, it's very clear it's all about the living a better life. It's not just, oh, here's some tea, buy some tea do something more interesting than granulated coffee. If that, you know, to put it really simply, you know, it, it's it's about a, a whole kind of mentality, not just about here's some some product you can make a cup of tea with. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was the, I mean, that was really the, the foundation of why um, I launched the business. I started drinking match. So I trained as a tea sommelier. I really love tea, the flavors, the health benefits, the complexity of growth. I mean, it's quite a fascinating subject. I won't bore you with that now. But with regards to the matcha itself, I started drinking matcha and it just made me feel great. And I wanted to share that with everyone. And e-commerce just gives you such an amazing platform to be able to have that direct conversation with our customers that really the the foundation of the business was was based on that. This isn't really about the product. It's actually about a small thing you can do each day to help you live a healthier, more vibrant life. And internally, we joke about turning one person green a day. But, you know, we're really happy if by the end of this podcast, we've turned you green. (laughs) So it's it really, it kind of goes, um, our business really does reach beyond beyond the matcha and the 
digital channel really helps us do that. Um, you mentioned behind the scenes amongst the team, you're aiming to turn one person green. So what does the team look like? How many of you are there? And, um, and, and are you doing everything in-house? Are you outsourcing a few things? So we actually outsource a huge amount. So when I talk about the team, the team is not formally employed as such. Um, so we have a content writer. We've got an ads manager um, who are absolutely essential to our team, admin support, and also help with pick, pack, and dispatch. So we are, I think, lean, I think is the word that, uh, that I would use. But yeah, although not formally employed, I still count them as my team. You know, we're in it together. So um, I think that's been really important from the start and just outsourcing. I can't do it all. So outsourcing all of the bits that I can has been really critical. So you've got a kind of a specialist looking after each of these pieces for you and then you're bringing it all together yeah. to drive the business forwards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and actually, these people know more about their areas than I do. So they've been really, really, really helpful. So which bit then would you, can you see yourself never, ever giving up an an outsourcing? Hmm. I think the the direction of the content, so not not so much the delivery, but really the brand, the brand proposition, the direction of of the brand, um, MPD development, innovation, all of that will remain absolutely in house. That will never be outsourced. But I think then that's critical to the the growth and success of the the future of the business. Excellent answer. Okay, so um, so we were we were touching on the content earlier, and I thought one of the really interesting things you've got on the site is the free course to help people kind of embrace a better life, I suppose, to to Mm -hmm. totally shorthand it and destroy your marvellous copywriting. Um, (laughs) And it's something which I wanted wanted to mention because I think there's there's a lot of e-commerce businesses out there now who are creating their own product and who are kind of on a mission to help people lead a better life or help people achieve something but who you know have stopped at an email sign up that says sign up to get our top tips or sign up to get our one pager whereas you've taken it to the next level and i think it's a 12 week course on improving your life and i think that's if you really committed to your vision and your mission that's just such an obvious way to bring people on board and to help them understand the real the real vision so i guess uh, yeah, what what led to you creating that as a part of the business it was actually quite a natural progression for us because we were creating so i, I mean what what sits at the the base of all of them is it has to be really easy to to implement i think there's some really aspirational things out there that influencers talk about doing in terms of improving health and wellness. And I think they're so aspirational, you almost don't know where to start. And I think matcha is just that tiny little thing. It's just really easy. You take half a teaspoon a day and that's done. And so all of these tips we were just kind of building up over time were really easy to implement. And it just naturally fell into this 12-week course where actually, if you fully commit, this stuff does make a difference. And so we were just talking about it um, in the team as, well, let's let's see how it goes. It gives us such a good opportunity to, one, build a, a conversation with our customer, but in a way that we're not we're not selling anything as such. It's just a way of adding value to them. And I think when it comes to e-commerce, that's got to be part of the mix in terms of building the relationship directly with the customer. And is it something which you you were doing pre-pandemic or is this one of those steps you've taken 
as during the pandemic, the whole, you know, the retailers weren't open, so they weren't ordering so much. So you needed to to grow that online side. Was this one of those steps you took there or is this something that's been embedded for a long time? No, this has been embedded for quite some time now. So we launched that about three years ago and have just been building and developing on it. And I think during the pandemic, it actually allowed us time to revisit it, revisit it through the tool that we were using to disseminate that information and Mm -hmm. making sure that 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 was as an experience to the receiver, smooth and easy. And also just to make sure and revisit our content, you know, we'd written it three years ago and there were some things that we wanted to update in there. So the pandemic certainly gave us breathing space to review the content, make sure that it was on point, make sure that the customer experience was good. But that that element was certainly in place prior to the pandemic. I think During the pandemic, one of the more recent innovations that came out, I say innovations, but we did quite a lot of shows and events. We were kind of stood in front of people because there's a real overwhelm when you show someone a tin of powdered tea. They just don't know (laughs) quite what to make of it. And so events gave us a really good opportunity to be able to educate. So we realized we weren't going to be able to do events. That wasn't going to happen for some time. So we actually launched a match and masterclass series. So one Sunday, occasionally two Sundays a month, we just sit and drink tea together. And um, I talk about the history of matcha, um, the importance of matcha in culture, and then the difference of how we use it in modern day. And actually what that did was um, it was really interesting. It just brought us a little bit closer to our customers because there's something quite intimate about the technology we have available to us. You're sat in your home. I'm sat I'm sat in the home office here. Um, yet we can still kind of come together and collaborate. And so using that within the Match and Masterclass series was it was great. You know, we were just having conversations about tea, gave me the opportunity to talk more about matcha um, and again, build relationship with the customer directly using using the technology so that's been that's been a really interesting innovation and and progress is it something you're continuing to do now and think you will continue to do or was it a a one-off project no we're going to continue to do it we're not going to do it quite so regularly they are time consuming but when we have enough people that want to come together, uh, then it's something that we're going to continue to do throughout the year and Obviously, in the run up to kind of more seasonal gifting periods of the year, it's something that we'll we'll incorporate as kind of an experiential gift. Um, That's worked really well for us. Yeah, because I suppose if someone receives, like you said, people get a bit confused by the pot of green powder. (laughs) What are we supposed to do? But if they're receiving that under the Christmas tree and they're also getting you know, here's there's going to be a course that's going to tell you how how to use this, why to use it create that experiential piece, as you as you say, then that becomes a much bigger gift and for your benefit gets you a more longer term customer as well. Yeah, that's that's been the biggest benefit for us actually is that not only have they gone on to recommend us on to friends, they're really loud about it. They're, they're really kind of deeply loyal after that experience. So it's been a great opportunity to one, get that face to face with the customer and understand what they're concerns are when they're being met with this pot of matcha. Um, But also it's given us a a mini army out there who really strongly recommend that as as a gift and as an experience for other people. So it's been really good. And now we are, as we're recording, we're about 18 months post start of pandemic. You've made a huge shift in the business from kind of more the wholesale 
angle of things into to growing that direct consumer business hugely over the last 18 months. Do you, looking forward, if we assume the world is normal in inverted commas, do you think you're going to continue to put, I guess, if it's 80% of sales is D2C, 80% of the effort into the D2C to grow that side of the business? Or are you going to be going back into you know, trying to grow the, re- the, the wholesale retail side as well? And are you going back to events as well, I guess, face-to-face events? Oh, I hope so. I love them. Uh, (laughs) I do really enjoy the events. But um, no, I think what is really super exciting at the moment is the strength of the relationship that we've got with our customers and the importance of that, given that this isn't really... It's not a class as a straightforward purchase for everybody. If you know Matcha and you know your Matcha, I think that's that's a completely different um, conversation. But actually, we're bringing a lot of new people into matcha that haven't had a huge amount of experience and so that director consumer works so much better for us than simply being a a tin on a shelf without any explanation as to what to do with it Uh, so for sure we will keep pushing our direct consumer keep growing that and looking for ways to um, keep strengthening it and for anyone who's listening who's going we've done all right at improving our connection to our customers but we're not doing as well as we should where how what would you advise someone to do to start improving that relationship with the customer and and making it deeper because you've clearly been very successful at doing that over the last year or so the the masterclass has helped us quite a lot but I think fundamentally email has been amazing for us uh it goes out from my email address the 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 email is from me and I also respond to the emails if I get any questions back and that's been really really important for us one in terms of telling the story of why Kineta um, exists why it was born but also demystifying matcha and giving everybody all of the tools that they need once they've actually made the purchase and that's also been really useful in terms of then supporting repurchase because otherwise the tin sits in a sh- on a shelf in a cupboard somewhere and it goes dusty and this this product's too good for that so email has just been really really useful in terms of being able to structure that content it's almost like having a a mini a mini me marketing person just off constantly constantly pushing the message out which has been a breath of fresh air for us actually E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. Getting an online business off the ground isn't easy. So if you find yourself working late, tackling a to-do list that's a mile long with your fifth cup of coffee by your side, remember, great email doesn't have to be complicated. That's what Clavio is for. It's the email and SMS platform built to help e-commerce brands earn more money by creating genuine customer relationships. Get started with a free account at clavio.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V iyo.com slash masterplan. I am Alexandria Collis, Director of Customer Experience for Princess Polly. Since implementing Gorgeous within a short month, we saw a 40% increase in our agent's productivity. If you're interested in learning more about Gorgeous, go to gorgeous.com and mention podcast for two months free. It's time for the top tips round. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So, Leanne, are you ready for the top tips? 
Let's hope so. <laughs> cool. I'm <laughs> loving the confidence there. Okay. Uh, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? I was a bit torn with this one. I love books. I had so many that I wanted to recommend. But I think if you're going to take a Friday off work, there are so many how-to business books out there. I think it can be a bit confusing. And uh, so I have settled on something that I believe is more of an inspiring read. And for me, kind of really encapsulates the power of purpose and authenticity. And it's a book called Let My People Go Surfing. Um, which was written by the Patagonia brand team. Oh, right. So it's kind of the Patagonia vision mm-hmm. in yeah. the book. So very cool. With lots of culture and lots of inspiration. I, I, like, I like that angle of an inspiring book for a Friday. It feels like the sort of thing we all need. Yeah. Okay. The traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? So this one has surprisingly, it's worked really, really well for us. And for me, that's PR, um, allowing us to tell our story in an authentic, credible way. And I don't think it's a, a, a forgotten art, but I don't hear that many people talking about it. And it's it, for us, it's been really useful um, in getting our message out there uh, in ways that we wouldn't have been able to otherwise. Do you use an agency for that or is that something you're doing in-house? combination of of the two actually so yeah but rely heavily on a uh, on a consultant very cool uh, and the tool top tip maybe a collaboration tool a social media plugin a phone app or just a way of working is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day uh email so we our email marketing tool is absolutely fundamental to how how we structure the business and how our marketing communications and content is delivered. So that's email literally across all those, all those consumer communications. Yeah. And trade as well, actually. So yeah, we, we use it for absolutely everything. Um, Clavio is yeah. Integrated pretty much everywhere. <laughs> so just to clarify, cause there'll be some people who do wholesale going, what you do blanket messages to your wholesale customers. So you, you've got them all logged into the Clavio system too mm-hmm, and yeah. managing them via that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's always company news and updates that uh, are useful for our trade customers to know about. Uh, recently, we won a uh, food award and information like that, actually just a short, quick email. It's nothing um, overly designed as such. Uh, but it's just a way of keeping in front of them and keeping front of mind. So, yeah, we use that um, quite regularly. And saves um, the repetitive strain injury of doing the copy and paste. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Via the outlook. Exactly. (laughs) Cool. Excellent. That's a a little bonus top tip there, everyone, how to manage your wholesale team, your wholesale customers more effectively. Uh, Okay. And then the last actual proper top tip even is the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? Focus and profit first. I think it's all... 
as a small business, I think there's so many opportunities that come up and everything is really exciting. And I think it's really important just to take it back to the the core reason you started and question why is it that you want that that that, that thousand sale um, and profit profit first it has to be profitable um, in order for you to be able to keep going and I think for me those two lessons have been my biggest lessons in the last five six years yeah it's so easy there's so much going on that can distract us mm. and it's like almost everything has to be passed through that filter of is this something I should actually be doing yeah it, just because it looks exciting is there any value to it yeah, absolutely. And I don't think we stop ourselves enough. It's just, you know, things everywhere always coming up. We're being absolutely bombarded with information. So, yeah, those are definitely focus and profit. Yeah, we all need more focus and we probably all need a bit more profit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Leanne, before you uh, you go, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? Yes, absolutely. So we are active on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find us if you search Kineta underscore T and Kineta is spelled K-I-N-E-T-A. And you can find us obviously on our website, ilovematchatea.co.uk. And for anyone that uh, is interested in matcha, would like to try our products, we've actually set up a code for your listeners, which is masterplan15. Marvellous. And what do they get with that code? Oh, yeah. Good point. It might help if I actually tell you that. That's 15% off any order just to give you the chance to try any of our products. There we go. You, you, hopefully, we've turned a few people green and even more green with the uh, with the lovely offer code there. So thank you very much for that, Leanne. And um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's been fascinating hearing about all the, the really interesting ways in which you've been connecting with the customers to grow that relationship and then then all the many sales that come after it. So thanks very much for being on the show. Brilliant. Thanks. Thanks, Chloe. So I think for me, the absolutely most interesting thing that Leanne was just going through there is we are hearing so much noise about how you need to be creating a stronger relationship with your customers and how it will pay off. But I think it's it's hard to work out how to create a stronger relationship with your customers. And I think a lot of those examples that Leanne was talking about are clearly work so well for them and hopefully have given you a little bit of inspiration to help you create that slightly stronger relationship with your customers as you go into into this this key Q4 selling period. And I think one of the ones which, which I think a lot of you should be thinking about is how you can create some kind of experiential piece that goes alongside the physical product gifts that people are going to be getting underneath the Christmas tree and in those secret Santa shares. So you can get your hands on the notes from today's show, including the top tips, links to what we've mentioned and more by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. There you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the many other things I share to help you improve your business. If you like this episode and you liked that idea of sharing those kind of events 
uh, video experiences with your customers, then have a listen to the recent episode we did on the Keep Optimizing podcast about live stream commerce, which is this whole kind of running a video event on your website so people can buy whilst they're in the event. They can learn about things. Really, really interesting new technology, easy to do, and could be hugely powerful for your sales as you go through the next couple of months and, of course, beyond. To find that, just search for Keep Optimizing on Google or in your podcast app, you'll find us and then just scroll to the episode about live stream commerce. Thank you so much for tuning into this and every episode of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I bring you a new interview every week because I want to inspire and help e-commerce business owners to succeed and thrive with their business. So if you know someone this show can help, please ask them to listen to the e-commerce master plan podcast. I hope you have a brilliant week and don't forget to keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.